0: Tuesday, March 16th, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, the Indians snapped a four-game losing streak yesterday uh, uh, in uh, a win against the Oakland A's at uh, Goodyear Ballpark. Uh, Logan Allen really, really sort of, uh, you know, put his best foot forward in that effort to, to try and grab one of those two remaining spots in the Indians' starting rotation. Uh, four scoreless innings, a couple of strikeouts, and he just looked as good as he has all spring.
1: Yeah, he just picked up uh, right where he left off from his first two appearances. And those were, you know, uh, relief appearances. And this was his first start. And like you said, Joe, four scoreless, three strikeouts, one walk, gave up four hits. And, uh, you know, he showed the ability to, uh, you know, kind of make some adjustments. His slider wasn't there, uh, Roberto uh, Perez was saying. So, you know, he went with the changeup and that turns out to be, you know, a plus pitch for him. So, you know, he's really had
0: a, a great spring. And, and you can just see the, the difference and the confidence in him. And when he's talking after games, he, he said the slider wasn't as effective as it was in his last outing. We remember how, you know, he made that little adjustment to get the slider to the back foot instead of the back knee on the right-handed hitters. Well, it wasn't doing that again. Uh, on Monday so he went away from it and he said uh, the difference between last year and this year for him is uh, the fact that those in-game adjustments can come and, and it doesn't throw everything else off he can just go out there and say okay this isn't working I'm going to do this and I'm still going to get guys out
1: yeah and uh, so you know that shows that uh, you know his repertoire of pitches is has grown or he's got, he's gotten more uh, confidence in that and uh, you know that's that's the name of the game. If you don't have your three or four or your three or four pitches one day, you know, you've got to adjust and get by with the pitches you do have. And you know, he's just he's just look locked in from day one of spring training. And it's really going to be interesting to see where he fits in this rotation. If if he's already won a spot or, you know, is is he still competing with Tristan McKenzie and Cal Quantrill?
0: Yeah, two days, uh two weeks left in, in camp. Uh, if you had to pick right now between Logan Allen and Cal Quantrill, who would you pick? Yeah. You
1: know, just, uh, you know, on face value, you'd have to go with Allen, you know, All right. but I don't know. There's something in the back of my mind that, that really, that I, I get the impression they really like Quantrill. Uh, but both of them have options. And uh, I think in the, in the, you know, in the, when you look at the long run of the season, I think they'll both end up helping this team.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's definitely uh, uh, something I can see happening down the line is that they're both in the rotation at some point, uh, whether by injury or, or, or otherwise. Um, we talked to Carl Willis after the game yesterday, and he talked about Cal Quantrill's struggles. He said uh, you know, he's throwing more four-seam fastballs this spring, and it's, it, he's not able to locate as well, and they're getting hit a little bit more. But it's his two seam, his sinker, that really is, is his sort of bread and butter pitch. And he's not able to, to get that pitch to move to where it needs to be. It's almost like it's moving too much and he can't find the right spot for it to get to. Uh, the, the line of the day was Carl Willis saying, you know, that, that sinker, that sinking movement that, that Cal Quantrill can do naturally, that's God's gift. He said that not everybody can do that and make a ball move the way that Cal Quantrill does. So that, that's just an indication, like you said, that they really like the stuff that he's got.
1: Yeah, it, it sounded like to me, Joe, that, you know, Quantrill knows he's in, you know, he's in competition for a spot. He knows he's struggling. So he's taking his best pitch and he's trying to do a little too much with it and still instead of just letting it go and move naturally. And when, you know, you try to manipulate the baseball a little too
0: much, it's all over the place. Yeah, only guys like Trevor Bauer can uh, can can yeah. intentionally manipulate the ball too much and still be successful. Uh, Cal, Cal Quantra might have a little bit a little ways to go. Uh, speaking of guys who can manipulate the baseball, Shane Bieber uh, will be on the mound today in Tempe uh, against the Angels. Uh, this will be what three or four. So I think he had a, a a B game start, so right uh, probably his his fourth outing, but uh, third third exhibition start. Um, and you know, Bieber, again, he's in that position where he's not competing for a spot in the rotation. He's more working on stuff, but, uh, today's as good a day as any to, to see where you are, uh, as four starts into, uh, spring training. If you're going to be facing uh, a lineup that includes Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, uh, and, and the ageless one in Albert Pujols, uh, batting in the sixth spot, uh, looks like the angels are throwing their, their, th- they're throwing their a lineup at, at beaver today
1: yeah definitely his last start was against the padres who have another you know great lineup he threw uh you know three innings uh, gave up a run struck out five you know i would think he'd try to get out to four you know four innings four plus innings today uh and you're right joe that that angels lineup is really that's, that's they're no stacked,
0: joke. man yeah uh so you know we'll look forward to that we're also looking forward to the debut of Ahmed Rosario in center field uh Rosario leading off playing center uh Bradley Zimmer will be in right field uh and bat second for the Indians so Rosario the right-handed bat he'll be going uh up against the Angels lineup that includes uh the pitcher uh I believe it's Griffin Canning yeah yeah right A right hander so Rosario against a right-handed uh pitcher Leading off, uh, what what are the chances that, that we're talking about Ahmed Rosario having success out there in center field today?
1: Joe, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, you know, I was kind of stunned when they moved, uh, uh, you know, Jason Kipnis out to center field in, in the postseason, but they had no choice there. And now I'm, I'm, I'm totally confused what they're trying to do in center field. I know they're obviously trying to find a spot for Rosario. You know, they're paying him a lot of money they want to see if he can help their lineup. You know, he's not going to play shortstop. At least it doesn't look like. And so you put him out in center field, but how serious a center fielder is he going to be? How, how much is he going to play? And, and is two weeks enough for to even make him a platoon center field? Two weeks I'm talking about in spring training. It's, it's really, uh, it's kind of an interesting, uh, you know, an interesting move by the Indians. You've got Mercado, you've got Zimmer, uh, you know, and, um, you know, and we've talked about Daniel Johnson before, but I don't think uh, Daniel Johnson is not getting a sniff of center field at done for sound maybe or he, feel like uh, in spring training,
0: maybe the Indians only think Johnson's a, a corner outfielder, but they've, he's played there plenty in the minors. So, uh, this is a guy who could help. He's done nothing but hit every time he's in the lineup in spring. So, uh, I don't think, uh, you lose anything by giving him a shot there. Uh, he, points you mentioned uh, before we started recording here uh eugenio Suarez from the the Reds is now going to be trying a new position as well.
1: Yeah, um you know uh David Bell uh, uh former Indians and a Red former Indian uh, infielder outfielder and uh their the Reds manager has uh, moved uh, said uh, uh, Suarez is going to get a shot at, at shortstop. So you know and he's you know he's a very good he was you know he's a you know a hit first third baseman uh you know g- good power but defense is not his forte so that is really an interesting move it's it's he lost 15 pounds over the winner so they think he can play you know uh second i mean shortstop and then they could move uh moose Mustakis over from second to third so i, I i'm not sure how that's going to work but but uh, it, and it sets up what what does it set up for you, Joe? What does it set up? Well, it
0: sets up for me. I think I don't know how many how many more times the uh, the Indians and Reds play each other in exhibition games down the stretch here these last two weeks. I think it's uh, at least a couple more uh, matchups. I know the, the last uh, outing of the season is against the Reds at Goodyear um, of the Cactus League uh, play. But what it sets up for me is if I'm Terry Francona, I'm putting Ahmed Rosario at shortstop every time I play the Reds <laughs> so that they get a nice long look at them. Uh, you know, if, if you're desperate enough to try and move an all-star third baseman over to uh, play short and cover your holes there, uh, I, I, I think you got to at least offer something in exchange for, for Ahmed Rosario. You, you've got, you'd, ha- you'd have control over him for what another year. And at I, least, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> Can't imagine not wanting to, not having something in the pipeline to want to make a trade there. But I bet you the Indians are asking for the sun, moon, and stars for in, in in return, knowing that they've they've got a little leverage there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. You know, when 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 you know, I'm sure they've talked. You know, this it's it's too. It makes too much sense not to talk. And they talk to everybody. Yeah.
0: Every if, if we're talking about if we're talking about yeah. it in a podcast, that means they've already had that conversation a month. Yeah. Them. Right, exactly. And,
1: uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. I mean, could they do a, you know, a late, late spring training deal? I guess they could. Could it, could they wait to the all-star break? You know, just see what, you know, what they have in Rosario. Uh, You know, it it could happen. It's something to really keep an eye on. And uh, how serious are the Reds about playing Suarez at, at, at at short?
0: Suarez has a range factor of negative, zero, uh, of negative 20 at, uh, at shortstop. I, you see that, that move get made pretty quick then, I think. The Talkin' Tribe opening day virtual event will take place April 5th at noon, featuring Indians reporters and columnists from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Tickets can be reserved online at Cleveland.com. This year, you can enter to win entry to our VIP experience, and get the opportunity to mingle with former Cleveland Indians players. Only 150 tickets are available for the exclusive experience and can be won through our sweepstakes. Register now to win at cleveland.com slash Be sure to join Paul Hoynes, Terry Pluto, Joe Noga, and Doug LaMaurice as we get you ready for the home opener at Progressive Field and the rest of the Indians' 2021 season. There's never been a better time to register for Indian Subtext and get all your Cleveland Indians news with updates. From Cleveland.com reporters Paul Hoynes and Joe Noga. Get on board now by going to Joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians. Our subscriber based service gives you the latest news, analysis, and more from the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing from the team and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on Cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions on everything from the team's name that day's lineup, and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Why sign up? Hear
1: from one of our subscribers. I'm uh, Jeff Heinerson. I grew up there in Milan, Ohio, but I now live out in Idaho. I've been here for 40 years, and uh, my son was born and raised here, and I got him as a birthday present uh, your subtext. And I wanted to thank Paul for sending him a birthday greeting and to tell you that he is really enjoying the subtext. He even He's not from Ohio, but because he grew up with me, he's hardcore Indian fan. <laughs> so thanks again.
0: Jeff and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the Indians, and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, Or better yet, text Hoinsey at 216-208-4346. Again, that's 216-208-4346. We look forward to hearing from you on Indian Subtext. The Indians on Tuesday made a couple of roster moves. Uh, DJ Johnson, a reliever who they signed to a minor league contract before uh, camp. He'd only pitched a couple of times. Uh, he was optioned to Triple uh, A, and uh, you know there's he'll have the option to, to, to go down there and, and continue with the team there. Uh, they also added Aaron Bracco, their number nine overall prospect, only 19 years old. This uh, middle infielder, Aaron Bracco, uh, he's coming up, and he will be with the major league roster uh, through probably the end of camp. He'll he'll be one of those guys who who gets some playing time at at the second half of these these remaining few. Spring training games, and uh, just a, an experience for him to be up with the big league club, and and show Tito what what he's got. Yeah,
1: just another exciting young player that we've heard a lot about. We haven't seen much, but we've 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 written about him. We've uh, talked to people about him, and one of those you know that stockpile of middle infielders that the Indians have, uh, you know. Uh, compiled in 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 the low minors and uh, he's going to get a shot with uh, I think he'll be like uh, Rocio and those guys you know he'll he'll come up playing some late inning games but it'll be fun to watch him and you know Joe I wonder would the Reds be watching him is that is this connected at all with with the Reds maybe looking for his short yeah stuff, but this is a kid that's really young I don't think you know, there's no way he's ready to go
0: to the English, but and, and he's he's a high enough prospect where that would be that would have to be a a major deal. You know, you're talking about some of these outfielders that the the Indians have coveted from the, the Reds for for a few years that being in play. If that's the case, uh, so they they option DJ Johnson, they call up Aaron Aaron Bracco. Uh, an, another note uh, within the division: the White Sox adding Billy Hamilton to their uh training camp on a minor league uh contract so billy hamilton who was up until uh the end of this week was was in the indians camp uh he had been uh designated or or released earlier in the week uh he signs on with the white Sox, getting an opportunity to go over there and and try and uh maybe push somebody for a job on on their roster
1: yeah he doesn't have to go very far good year is right down the road from glendale where the with the White Sox and Dodgers train is right down the road, about 20 minutes from good So I'm sure Billy can stay in the same place where he was with the Indians. And maybe you have a shot, you know, maybe Tony La Russa is looking for a veteran guy that can come off the bench and steal a base or, you know, but you know, uh, Billy's problem is you can't steal first base.
0: <laughs> well, well, the, 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 the reason that Billy Hamilton will be a good fit for the, the White Sox is because they can hit enough. They don't, they don't yeah, that's true. If, if they're looking for a, a, a def- defensive replacement in center, although, you know, I, I, I do believe Luis Robert won a gold glove out there. So I can't imagine, you know, they need a, a defensive replacement, but uh, he's a guy who can steal a base for you for sure. And, and if you have a, a roster spot for him, then maybe he's a luxury you can afford. So uh, following Bieber to the mound today, a uh, bunch of veterans, actually, Oliver Perez, Heath Henry, Brian Shaw, Blake Parker, Uh, as well as Phil Maton, Nick Sandlin, all scheduled, or at least on the, on the sheet to, to get a chance to pitch today. Uh, they're scheduled for nine innings out in Tempe. Uh, so really at at this point, Tito's talking about having to make some of these hard decisions and these guys, these veteran guys, uh, you know, forcing his hand to, to sort of have to make these tough calls. How many of these, uh, these relievers, Hembry, Shaw, Parker, are, are guys that are really right now in a position to to try and make the club. Well, I think Shaw
1: definitely, you know, and uh, Hembry has pitched well. I thought, you know, uh, Parker, uh, Blake Parker has pitched well, uh, you know. Um, so I think if, if out, of, you look out of those
0: three, out of those three, uh, do you think one makes it? Do you think two make it? And you know, what what's you know, that's a great question, Joe. I think
1: you know. I would not be surprised if Sandlin snuck in the back door here somewhere. I think he's, they, they, he's been impressive and uh, maybe, you know, he might be a guy that you just bring up cause he's got a different look. He, you know, he can get lefties and righties out at least in, in camp he has. So uh, that's, I just think he's kind of a, you know, maybe got a long shot there to, to, to come in and, and be impressive. But I would think out of those, you know, three or four guys. I think two of those guys make it, Joe. You know, maybe I. W- I, I guess I go with Shaw and Embry.
0: Well, maybe if they do, uh, if you're if you're saying they go and, and Perez, we're thinking is already on. Uh, Perez yeah, is going to Yeah, have I that forgot spot. about Perez. And what it, about it, Ghosts? It's it's Perez versus Ghosts. I think it, it, you're looking for a spot there. Uh Perez versus Ghosts, and you're looking at you know Shaw for sure. Uh, maybe if you take a Sandlin, you don't have to pay Sandlin. $2 million like you would uh, according to the contracts that you gave Hembry and Parker. So if Sandlin comes in and he's your guy, you're, you're paying him the, the rookie minimum uh, yeah. as opposed to spending a little bit more for Hembry and uh, Parker. Uh, but we talked to Tito today about Trevor Steffen, the rule five kid, who's come in and done nothing but strike guys out and he's yeah. big and he throws hard and he's got, uh, you know, two-plus pitches, and he can throw a splitter at you. So, you know, Trevor Steffen could steal one of those spots as well. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I think ideally they'd like to try to work out a deal with the Yankees where they could keep him and send him down, you know. But if not, you're going to have to, you know, either you keep him or you send
0: him back. Uh, that's tough because if the Yankees are are, are paying attention in any way, uh, if the Indians don't put Trevor Steffen on their opening day roster – uh he's going to be in pinstripes at some point i i can't imagine if the indians don't keep stefan that the yankees would want to you know let him stay on with the indians for for you know some sort of compensation who knows how they could work that out uh all right we will be back at it uh, again uh tomorrow at some point st patrick's day tomorrow how are you going to celebrate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well I was I was going to go
1: down. I was thinking about going down to the parade. I I I've, I've never been at ho- at home or you know the last couple of years I have been but I've never had a chance to go down and see the parade because I've always been in spring training but
0: I don't know. Well, it's a night well, game, right? Right, it's a night game and you know that the parade was canceled, right? That's Oh no, it yeah, was we're canceled in the middle of a pandemic, Quincy, so uh, I thought they were having the parade again. No, man, they 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 canceled the parade a while back. Oh man. But you are, you are fully inoculated, so you could go out to your, uh, your favorite watering hole and, uh, and maybe tip some green beer. I don't know. You're always in spring training, like you said, so you never get to really celebrate. You're always working on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have to work something out where the, the Indians play, do play a night game tomorrow night. That, that, that's yeah. a, a rarity. Yeah. So uh, I don't know when we'll, uh, we'll have the podcast up tomorrow, but uh, it will be a green theme uh, podcast for sure. Yeah, where um, you're green. <laughs> until then, we'll be back uh, tomorrow on the Cleveland Baseball Talk Podcast. We'll talk to you then.